<laughs> we got to give a special shout out. A special shout out to the Denver Nuggets. 46 years of a drought has now been quenched with the championship. Jokic, the Joker, Jamal Murray, one of those, he's him. They did it. They pulled it off. They showed it all season. Uh, overall, best roster. Great role players. Shout out to KCP getting him another one and icing the game with free throws. Yeah, it's one of those things where, I look, again, like saying earlier, you really can't, you really can't lose with, with either or, you know. Um, I was pushing for Miami because of Jimmy Butler, everything that he stands for. Uh, and the type of player that he is, just a mercenary at what he does. Um, then you wanna you wanna always root for the uh the for the the underdog role where you got four what um undrafted players, you know, an eighth seed coming from the play in position and making it all the way to the NBA finals. Uh just a beautiful thing to see that's basketball in itself and like in that fourth quarter, it was a tight game all the way up to the fourth quarter. And you can tell within like the last, I want to say eight, seven minutes, it was hard for Miami. That was a great, even though it was a tight, it was a tight call. You know, there was no more that I think maybe Denver went up by four or five points at one point or maybe six, somewhere around the somewhere between four to six points. It was a four to six threshold. Um, and then Miami came back and went up one. They went seesaw for a little bit, but there was a time period where Miami and Miami struggled to get a shot, right? Uh, Jimmy Butler knocked down two back-to-back threes and then got fouled on one. Although I don't, I don't, I don't feel like that was a foul though. I mean, it, it looked natural, but it's like, you can make something look natural and still extend your leg. Um, and you know, obviously they, I, I called it the Vegas play. I did. I called it the Vegas play and it didn't really didn't matter. Cause ultimately they kept, um, they ended up losing, but it was just hard for them to get a bucket. Laurie kind of showed up. Um, well, you know, he did it. He did his best, but Hey man, that, that AFC overachieved, you know what I mean? They got to the point where they just ran out of gas. They ran out of the gas. They ran out of the gas probably after game one, you know what I mean? They was tired, uh, but Denver was on a roll. And then once they smell blood, I mean, come on, they're at home. It's, 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 it's here for you to close it out because they go back to Miami. This is a huge possibility that, uh, it's a huge possibility that Miami might even lose that one at the house because that's how well oiled that Denver team is. Now I am on record saying that Mike Malone sounded like a bitch after he beat my Lakers. It is what it is, because at the same time, he was right. He just he just came off petty by doing it. Um, but he still coached a hell of a team, though. You know, Joker and Jamal Murray definitely earned it. They definitely earned it. If it's if it's two players, especially on the same team, that deserve to deserve that type of joy, it's definitely those two, man, because they've been building that team for a while. You got to remember, some of that core is still there from from the bubble. You know, at least at least three players. Um, and then with the addition of uh, Bruce Brown and Aaron Gordon, I think that was this year. That's phenomenal. 
about the end of the day that the skill set spread it around and it was it was too many tall players on Denver for for Miami and Miami live and die by the three and we've seen what happened with that when that three doesn't fall team after team franchise after franchise relentlessly when you are not hitting the shit the shots that you are used to hitting during the regular season or even if you had a streak in the playoffs it's over if that's your bread and butter it's over you know I feel like Miami well it's not even a field thing it's automatic they have to go get someone you know I know Dame said what he said um, there's no telling what Dame is going to do. Like Dame is just at this point, just messing around with the media. Um, but a lot of people feel like Dame is a great match for Miami. You know, a lot of people feel like if Dame was on his team right now, it'd be a different story. And I believe that because Dame is one of those players. Dame is still a top five guard when he wants to be, you know, in the league. So, um, hell of an off season coming up, you know, Denver winning the championship, now teams are going to load up and, and see how they could. It, you know what? No disrespect to Denver. No disrespect to Joker. He's going to be a wrecking. You know what I mean? We had been dealing with Joker since he came into the league. You know, we dealt with him in the bubble. Um, but we had a healthier, um, more determined AD. And we also had other bodies to put on him in the bubble. We had Dwight Howard. Uh, yeah, like we, we at JaVale McGee, we just had cats that we could rotate. You know what I mean? Um, Bam was just, Bam was the only one. We don't even know the backup center for Miami. That's how bad it was. But I will say this, man. At the end of the day, they got it done. The offseason is here now, officially here now. Uh, it's going to be some musical chairs, I think more so next year. But it's going to be some key pieces that be moving, that's going to be moved around. For one, CP3. That's huge right there. Where will CP3 land? Me personally, I feel like CP3 still got a couple of years left. Uh, just above the rim, y'all go check him out. Uh, he's been covering the playoffs uh, for a while now. You know what I'm saying? The uh, matchups by matchups, you know, and he picked the, who his favorites were and things like that. Obviously, he was going for Phoenix. Phoenix failed him once again. Uh, just you gotta holler at us, dog. We ain't, we I ain't heard from you in a while. I ain't been invited back to the. I haven't been invited back to the penthouse. You know what I'm saying? I haven't heard a a couple of familiar names of podcasters haven't been back there. I don't know what's going on, bro. We right here. Um, it's time to discuss where CP3 is gonna go. Obviously, wherever he goes, it's gonna be a pay cut. And I mean, he could uh, he gonna roll with that. Where do you? see cp3 fitting the best i don't really care i think cp3 at this point can go just about anywhere and help them but where it would matter where it would push the needle <sighs> i don't know you know if you if you if you listen to just just feels like cp3 can still be a starter right but at the teams that i know that he could benefit from from getting close to a championship winning a championship Shit, they pretty much already got a starting point guard. Do I want him in L.A.? Absolutely not. Why would I? You got to make it make sense. I'm asking, I'm pleading with Braun, because Braun is on his way out. Please do not call your banana boat friends. Please. You did a favor for Melo. That was cool. It was cute. He got some points as a Laker, and that's all right. But nah, as an old nigga, you can't keep bringing these old niggas over here. You can't make it a habit of bringing these old niggas over here, right? I'm not even I'm not even going to put the whole healthy 
thing on CP3. It's not even about that. He just don't have defense. We don't, we need defense at the end of the day. And we know damn well CP3 is not playing no elite defense at his age right now. Should we, you know, do we need his offense? Absolutely. We can still use his mid range. But no, nah, I, I don't need that. We need more of a striking guard, a guard that can play both ways. And then, and, and, you know, to his defense, it's not too many guards in the league that are young that can play that great of a defense. But I'm picking youth over these old cats, especially with the roster that we have set right now. So CP3, just your guy. Whew, it's time to see what your guy going to do. It's time to see what your guy is going to do. You know what I mean? Um, he might be going. He might be coming to L.A. Regardless, it might not be in the Laker jersey, but he might be coming in and opening up that new arena that they're building right there on uh, Prairie and uh, Century. Yeah, they still building it, and it looked nice too. That Clipper, that Clippers arena is looking nice. It's right there in the middle of the hood. I mean, just like SoFi. There's no difference. SoFi, the Inglewood Forum. And the Clippers Arena, and it's smack dead in the middle of Inglewood. Um, but shout out, man! Shout out to uh, shout out to CP3. I was I, I wouldn't say I was surprised, but I thought they would have got. Well, nobody's going to take that contract. That's the one thing about it. So I, I will say, I will say that. Um, I mean, when you hear a name like CP3 and being waived from a team, obviously that comes with him being older. Uh, but that contract is just nasty. We already knew that coming into the season. So, off the court issues has been a thing um, this season. This season alone, it's nothing new. Um, it's just social media, right? I believe when it comes to John Morant and Zion Williamson. They could have continued to have these type of issues without social media. And I think the backlash would have been slightly different. And the reason why I say that is because maybe some of these cats do a lot of stuff for attention, you know? And I'm not saying purposely, but John Morant was out there, you know, acting as if, um, he could get away with a lot of stuff. We've talked about John Moran within the past couple of weeks. And I think it's pretty much said and done. He's uh, deleted his social media accounts and or at least is off of him for a while. All that is cool. Uh, but the one thing uh, that concerns us all is that, hell, we don't know what he's going to do at this point to learn his lesson. Then you have a follow-up with that 2009, was it 2019 or 2018? I, th- I think when I want to say it's 2019, if I'm not mistaken. Is it 2000? Yeah, I think it's 2019, actually. Because I remember going to the summer. We were supposed to go see Zion that Friday night. Zion got hurt against the Knicks that night. Um, and then the following year was COVID. So, yeah, that was the 2009 um Draft class, which is doing, which is down bad right now. Um, we got Poole. Uh, what's the other young cat over there in Charlotte? Everybody's doing bad in that draft class right now. <laughs> At least some notable, notice, uh, noticeable names. But yeah, that's that's a bad thing overall. I will say this about Zion though. 
I feel bad for him because you know a green dude when you see one. And what is a green dude, you say? Well, a green cat is a cat that wasn't raised in the atmospheres that we was raised in, wasn't raised around the cats that we were raised around, wasn't in the same type of drama that we were uh, raised in. And that that's not taking anything away from him because a lot of us feel like um, we wanted to be in his shoes, to have both parents, both him and John, to have both parents in the household and, um, you know, didn't have to worry about, you know, bills and, and, and so on and so on. You know, it's not to say that Zion and, and, and Ja was born in a rich or a wealthy family or anything like that. But no, he grew up in a stable environment. You know, Zion ended up going to uh, Duke, you know, and you can tell by his previous lifestyle Keep that in mind, his previous lifestyle. Yo, everybody remembers the video of him going viral, of him on the floor talking to his girlfriend who happened to be white. And race is not much of a big factor in this, but the the type of women that he was dating. Now, obviously, he's in college, so you won't have much access to the chicks, you know. I mean, I don't want to... Here's, here's the thing. I, I will never paint a picture. I would never paint a perfect picture of a situation because there's always... There's always a certain situation that has happened, some more than others. And what I mean by that is, yes, remember Louisville had, they was renting strippers for the players. If y'all don't remember, that was some odd years ago, which was wild. So yes, that was one thing. But when you have money and you have a max contract and you have over well over a hundred, two hundred million dollars in your pocket, you got endorsements. You are you were at one point supposed to be the face of the league, barring injuries and things like that. You are a cash cow. What is one thing to say? I feel bad for John Morant because he didn't have the proper circle around him to correct his mistakes for him or to warn him and things like that. And that's the same thing when we talk about Zion where, yeah, I mean, you got to understand being a basketball player is a celebrity at the same, you inherit that, that celebrity life, no matter what. It's not like a celebrity can be a famous basketball player. No, because that's not what they're known for. Chris Ball can play, Chris Brown can play basketball very well, right? But a basketball player can be a celebrity off top. That's automatically with it. When you're a star, I should say. But it doesn't even matter if you are the superstar all the way down to the guy that rarely gets in the game during the season. And the reason why I say that is you're going to have different levels of groupies anyway. Unless you have a stable household, unless you have a stable circle, you know, the LeBrons of the world, the Kobe's of the world, all these other superstars, even Michael Jordan, Yes, I'm pretty sure they had some shit going on behind, or maybe, you know, I'm pretty sure there were some superstars out there that had some shit going on behind closed doors that that's none of our business. And that's another thing that I want to add to it, too. But the cast that's on the bench, I was in the club or I was in a lounge with the mic. What was that? 2000. Hmm. 2011, 2011 or 2012. I was in the club with the Miami Heat bench players. And I remember we partied with them that night. And they went hard. We didn't care because we wasn't playing the next day. They stayed in town to play the Clippers that Sunday. And you could see them. We saw all the cats that we was partying with at the end of the bench with a towel over their head. Oh, they was loaded. They was loaded. But I say that to say this. 
they had the lounge lit. Now, because we are from L.A., and, you know, we we had the crowd rolling and stuff like that. We meshed parties or whatever, but they still had a gang of women around them. Did they get in the game the next day? Absolutely not. Did those women know who those players were? Absolutely not. They just knew they were NBA players and that they were tall. But then when you become a marketable brand, they know Zion. They've been following Zion and the women, there's women predators out there, too. I know it's hard to think about that when you put those two words together, but there are. There's women out here training these athletes. And, you know, what I mean by Zion not being in certain circles or being growing up in certain atmospheres, he didn't know. This this is a young kid in his early 20s that's horny with a lot of money. He has time because what? He's injured. He's healing. (laughs) That's crazy. And they took advantage of him. They played him one. He, he, look, he he announced, which was awkward, you know, because he announced uh, the not the birth, but, you know, he announced the pregnancy, you know, and, and, and uh, revealed the um, the gender that he's having a girl. And he made a cute video saying that he loves her, this, that, and the third, what to expect in the future, blah, 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 blah. Or whatever, then out of nowhere, the side—I I wouldn't even consider a side chick, but you can, you know, because if that's considered his fiance, then obviously you got a side chick uh, who just so happened to be in the porn industry. You know, I think his fiance, if I'm not mistaken, was a stripper. Um, the porn star leaked all his text messages and things like that. Really exposed his private side. I'm not clowning him for that. I'm not. As a man, I'm not clowning him for that. What I can clown him on is that, I mean, I mean, outside of just being too horny, but who wasn't that horny when we were? And he has access to so much money and to different levels of women. Um, it's not much to say bad about Zion because he's never been in the news for anything bad. He wasn't out there doing stupid shit like Ja. You know what I mean? And you can tell by the way he talked, he wasn't that type of guy in the streets. But at the end of the day, he has to hold himself accountable. Now a third woman has come out and preached the same thing. The first woman has said she might be pregnant. And it might just be, I mean, we've all heard it before. And I'm not calling her a liar. But if it comes to find out that she wasn't telling the truth, well, wouldn't be surprised by that. You know what I mean? Because she's playing the game and she can milk this as long as she wants until they until she is forced to um, have a DNA test or take a pregnancy test for that matter. You know, because she might not even be pregnant, really. And if she is pregnant, then you know that, you know, that is going to come to see if that's his child. And if that is, she's already mentioned the words child support. You know, it's like. And I'm going to tell you like this, the reason why I feel bad for him, because she also leaked some more text messages. And it also showed that he was saying like, yo, why are you doing this? <clears throat> why you can't you just shut this down and we talk about this? And you already know her energy. She don't want to do that. Why? Because there's a check in the future for her to act stupid. Literally, this is what reality TV is. <clears throat> is for women and men to go out there and act a fool in front of these cameras and get paid for it. And if it's involving celebrities, 
what you think they're going to do? They're going to, they're going to, this is how pedestrians become celebrities overnight by drama, gossip. And that's what it is, you know, for the long haul. And she happened to be pregnant and that's his child. He has to deal with both of these women pretty much for the rest of his life, you know, and not even be in a relationship, not even have to talk to them or anything like that. But financially, it's going to happen. It's an ugly story, man. It's ugly. So you can't do nothing but pray for him in that situation and make sure he doesn't keep continue to do that in the future. But I mean, it's ugly, man. It's starting to see the young groups. It's, it's starting to see the young cats unravel, it's starting to show how really human they are, even though they have shown it because they're not built like the players back in the day. And not to say that the players back in the day were saints. No, they probably was more filthier, but they were smarter. You feel me? It, it, there, I, not one time did I ever question Dennis Rodman. Not one time did I ever question him. Why? Because I, at the most, we were trying to worry about worry is the wrong word. At the at the worst, we was concerned to see, or we was intrigued to see what color his hair was going to be for the game. And then when you hear all the backstories, I'm not even surprised. It's just that some of the stuff we never heard, if you won't go watch The Last Dance, there were certain things that we didn't know, but as we are hearing them and the stuff, the stuff that's unraveling, we're not surprised by it because a lot of his stuff was put out there, but he was doing some wild shit. And even though he was in the tabloids, he still performed. So nobody cared. And so what's the cure to all this drama? Go win. But you can't go win if you can't play. You know, so I feel bad for my guy, man. NDAs is a thing, dog. NDAs is what he was. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I I don't know what's wrong with this generation. It's like. You could you, I could use the excuse that they're young, but damn, dog, whatever happened to some of these young players just studying the older players? And it's not just the game. It's just the way of life. Like when you get into the league, what no matter what professional league that you get into, dog, there's a lot of things that come along with that. You know, but at the same time, dog, I mean, look, hey, man, you got your parents. You got parents and you got agents and you got teammates. You got coaches. There's no excuse, man. There's seriously no excuse. But it also shows that on the organization side, they may not, they may or may not be involved. But if they are, they don't do a good job. And or they just see you as a paycheck or an investment, which you would you would think that they would try to, you know, calm you down a little bit if you're the investment. Right now it's looking bad for the Pelicans. But we'll see, man. Hopefully they get their shit back together. Uh again, a special shout out to the Denver Nuggets. They have Hey, no shade on them, but this was probably the worst matchup for an NBA championship. Uh, but if you're a basketball fan, you love to see a, a, a mercenary like Jimmy Butler carry an eighth seeded team from the play into the ship. And you like to see the Denver Nuggets, who has been, uh, for the most part, mediocre outside of the Mellow squad. Um, but, you know, again, a 46 year drought wiped away by winning the championship in 2023. Um, it's, it's a basketball fan, uh, an authentic basketball fan's dream. Uh, but for the casual fans, it was a snooze fest. Um, shout out 
We got a champion for this year. Mike Malone has something to sit his hat on. We know he going to barbecue and set it off. I can't wait to hear his post game and his rants. And they still got to have their parade. Uh, can't wait for that. And then, um, yeah, man, shout out. Football season is coming up. Um, I'm happy. I'm excited. We got some football. Oh, my God. So next week, I think next week I'm going to talk about the UCLA and USC schedule that's coming up for next year as we make our transition to the Big Ten. Oh, my God. It said Twitter off. That was phenomenal. Open run with BTG, man. Um, championships. Basketball season is over. Well, at least for professionally is over. Um, whew. Off-season talk, man. You got to love it. Off-season talk. What do you niggas talk about? Oh, not to mention, oh, yeah, the Drew League started up last weekend. And we just got the announcement uh, this past weekend that Kyrie will be at the Drew. I'm not sure if there's an official date, but I'm going to try to get up in there. I do not feel like standing in no Magic Mountain line uh, just to watch one player, but I do want to see Kyrie play because that nigga going to be carving niggas up. Shout out Frank Nitty got his own, uh, got his pair of shoes. I think Frank Nitty signed with Jordan. Um, yo, shout out to Frank Nitty for getting a shoe deal. That's phenomenal. I got to get them off of GP. Even if I don't like how they look, which I got to go look, get a more in-depth look at them. I know they're green and black. Um, but shout out to Frank Nitty, man. He got, he got him a, uh, oh, and before I get out of here, damn, I did not want to end on this note. I was supposed to open up with this. Goddamn. Uh, Quincy Reese Jr., dog. Um, a standout Crenshaw basketball player and baseball player. Um, go look him up. It's one of those things where if you've ever seen Boys in the Hood, the one, the reason why I say Boys in the Hood is the top five movie of all time because uh, John Singleton, John Singleton created reality of LA and shared it with the world, uh, detail by detail. I know often when we talk about hood classics, especially in the same genre and in the same city, uh, minister society and, um, um, boys in the hood are often, you know, put against each other. Minister society is what boys in the hood is on steroids. This reality Cause it got like that in the nineties, but I really thought, or I really think that boys in the hood, the in-depth that it went in, a lot of people don't really understand what in-depth in that movie really is. Um, but it's just a whole different discussion. But the reason why I bring that up is because we all know a Ricky Baker. We've all seen this story. I've had friends that passed away in high school. I knew a lot of cats that played sports that passed away. Um, this one kind of shook the city up, especially on 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 the on, on, in West LA in the district area. Uh, this was a standout basketball star, a standout baseball player, and he was gunned down uh, leaving a house party, or either at the house party or leaving a house party. It's crazy. It's crazy. So uh, my condolences to to the family. May that young man rest in peace. Not sure when we're going to stop this violence. A lot of people don't feel like we'll ever stop. I just finished listening to Matt Hoffa podcast with Dame Dash, and there was some gems on there. Um, and a lot of people view him as a delusional cat that used to be in the industry. But a lot of stuff that he's saying is if we took heed and, and listened to what he was really trying to say instead of worrying about the tone and style that he was saying it, kind of makes sense, man. But um, 
Yeah, that's a sad situation. Uh, Quincy Reese Jr., man, it was a sad situation. Lost another young soldier, man. Didn't even get to live his life. Didn't even get to live his dreams. Um, cut short because of, you know, who knows what, man. But, again, I don't want to get out of here on a sad note, man. We got football season coming up. Fantasy football, y'all get y'all shit together. My first, the first fantasy we opening weekend uh, is my championship weekend. Y'all just remember that last year, uh, obviously, you know, everybody know about, you know, the, the Bills and the Bengals matchup in a regular season toward the end of the season was stopped, you know, because of that incident. And um, that was basically my championship game. And it got called short, obviously. And I had, there was like five or six players that was involved in that matchup. So, we both split the money and said we'll play for the ring week one of the following season. That would be now. That would well, that would be coming up. So shout out, I gotta get prepared for that. Uh open run with BTG. The gym is now closed. See y'all next week, man.